Hello and welcome to the ninth, ninth, ninth episode of If We Can Just Say Number Nine. Woohoo! We don't have anyone do, dropping like tracks or stuff for us, so this <laughs> is just in the background, like what? The last single digit number podcast. Wow! What How a exciting. time! What, what a, a time. time to be alive! What a time! So exciting! Very good time. Thank you all for listening, all for getting us to this number nine. As you know, you can hear us Ooh. on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. And Stitcher. Dang it, I never remember Stitcher, no offense, Stitcher, but like I have to psych myself up, I get stressed out because there's so many <laughs> options. You remember Deezer, which we've never heard of prior to doing this. No, but, but because I always think it's Dozer from Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. So I am okay. like that one's that one's tuned in, if you will. That's how I remember <laughs> tune in. Anyway, just little tricks of being Jessica. Wow. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yep. We have an email yep. if we can just say at gmail.com. Yep. We welcome all feedback, like, subscribe, share. We were just at a friend's house earlier, our dear friends Jules and Lawrence. Yep. And they listen, which is awesome. And Lawrence gave us some feedback and he said some great things. And yep. we just really appreciate it. Like no like we love doing this. We say that all the time, but we do. But to know that our friends listen and like actually like genuinely listen and like care. And they listen like independently, like not just yeah. together. Like it's like And she had some things that was different that she that, that she caught and he paid attention yeah. caught different things. So it was it was cool. It was good times. And shout out to to, to both of them, but Jules, seriously, watch WandaVision. Get oh, get with it geez. already. Come on, man. What's Just wrong do it, Jules. It's not worth it. It's just not <laughs> worth it to be berated for the Marvels, the Marvel people. You got to watch it. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, thank you guys for that <laughs> feedback. And thank you, everyone else. Please give us the feedback. Like, we love it. We, yeah. you know, we are not professionals, but we are loving we're not? it. Wait, we're not? Whoops. Oh, man. My bubble's busted. Yeah. I thought I was a professional. Sorry. My father would say professional. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're <laughs> professionals, but not professional. If that helps. <laughs> yep. So anyway, so. yes, it's, you know, it's been a good week. We hung out with Jules and Lawrence today, like yeah. got a lot of stuff done this week. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I finally feel better. Today's the day I've felt the best all week. I forgot he was sick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There um, was a, there was a bug. I got it for like a minute, but you got it for like an hour. I got well, it. I got it for like a day. You got it for like nine days. <laughs> yeah, I got it. For, man, it just, we've all been there. We've had that thing where like it hits us and it's like your body just, even your body, you may you may be doing better, but like your body inside, you just feel like something's still not out yet, like not gone. And that's what it felt like until today. And this morning when I woke up, I was like, all right, I finally feel like myself again. And we're people what that like, we like to work out. We do meal prepping. We're super, con like we're very aware of ourselves in the way our bodies feel. Yeah. And I think especially in those instances when you feel off, you're like something is amiss. Like you just know it even more. Yeah, and I could feel it. And then this morning I woke up and... I feel fine. So I got him being sick, and then I got Soph, oh boy. who has like two cuts on her little leg. Like, they're not like bad or deep, but if anyone has a dog, you know that you cannot explain to them not to lick a cut on their leg. She does not get English sometimes. So I have to like wrap her paw. I like had to put some ointment on it, and then I wrapped it in a bandage, and then put some like medical tape over it. So, you know, of course, she stood up from that, and it was like she had a limp leg. Like she's holding it up. She doesn't know how to walk. She's like tripping over yep. herself. And then we take her outside, and she runs like a rocket across the yard. Yep. So I'm like, all right, That's she's no fine. Yeah. And then, and then when you tell her to stop licking it, she gives you the look across the room, of which I've, I've talked to Jess about this before. Yeah. I don't know where she's getting this language, but we have to talk about the her language. Side eye, like Ooh. the excuse Ooh. me, like it's not. Safe. She does not get that from me. It is not. We'd have to mark this this podcast explicit. Yeah, to use her language. She's she don't language. like it, man. Who she, are you looking at like that? Yeah, man. She's but she's for real though. She'll be fine. One day she won't have a bandage on if she ever stops trying to look at it. I need to change it later and check it out. Yeah, and then it, didn't you like come in the other day and like she had ripped all? Yeah, of I took a lovely off. morning before work to sit outside and have a cup of coffee and like I was gonna work out, but the thought of putting on a sports bra maybe want to crawl like crumble to the floor in the kitchen. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have a me morning. And I saw like a bird and a squirrel play together and scamper up in a tree. It was like a freaking 
Disney movie. And I loved it. And then I walked into the living room and I see ripped to shred pile of bandages on the family room floor. And I'm like, Sophia. And the day begins. I don't know how you people with kids do it. Like, praise you because yeah. i just have a sofa and i'm like oh my gosh at least at a certain point in time they understand english they just still have some ignorance <laughs> yeah. whereas sophia doesn't understand yeah. en- any english well she understands words that we say to her that are like one word phrases like it then. the only like phrase she knows is got to get up to get down which is at the end of the night when it's time to get up and go outside so we can go to bed like when we're calling her like get off the couch we got to go outside like she just looks at us and then i'll be like got to get up to get down and then she like Boom. scurries off. there the she goes <laughs> Oh, man. We'll have another podcast where we talk more about her, but oh, my gosh. At the point of our story, yeah, she's not there yet, so she doesn't have a lot of, like, input into. Yeah. But in other great news this weekend, people, I got a hammock. What? (laughs) I am going to be 40 years old this summer, and, like, the one thing I've always ever, like, wanted in my life, if I had, like, my own house and my own yard, was a hammock. Like, I had the highest expectations for this hammock. I found it on Amazon. It matched the color scheme of all my stuff. I was super pumped. I was like, Steve, when we open this box, my expectations are so high. I don't even know if I can contain myself. Like, if it's one one thing being off, I'm going to crumble. And, like, it was perfect. It was perfect. He doesn't want to lay in it with me. Fine. Who needs him? My Sophie girl jumped in it with me. I'll post a picture, you guys. Oh, we were in the hammock together. It was the most adorable thing. I prefer for my feet to either be on the ground. Uh, propped up uh, on the couch when I'm watching TV or in bed. That's all. That's that's all what for are me. You a hundred? I just I, I like my feet on the ground. Oh my gosh! I don't like jumping. I'm not a fan. So, so, what does that do for anybody? Unless you're an, you an don't athlete, jump on a hammock. You, you don't lay jump on anything. Comfortably. I, there's no need to jump anywhere. But I'm just saying, I don't like for my feet to leave the ground. You guys ever like, sit there, there and be like, "Yep," and I'm married to that. There's like, some there's somebody out there that. who feels me and understands me and doesn't like to get their feet off the ground really either. So I get it. Oh my god. There's somebody out there who understands me. I don't know where they are. Maybe please call in. They might be in Kathmandu. Yes. It's our Kathmandu listener. We have yes. So who <laughs> wherever you guys are, let us know where you are because I think people are spoofing IP addresses. But per <laughs> our data, we have listeners in Kathmandu or a listener in Kathmandu. We've also got like some China listeners, Germany. Like, let us know where you guys are listening yeah. to us from because I would just I would love to hear that. We you know send us an email. Do send us just a post or a DM or something. Just yeah, let us know. And don't fake us out with a like. I'm I'm listening to you in Iowa, but really you were on a work trip in Iowa and you live in Michigan. Don't do that. Don't fake wow. us out on that. Yeah, Come that's on a now. real deep fake. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're at the point of the story where I actually moved in with this guy. So yeah. you're probably all wondering what was she thinking? What a time. She's still wondering. It was such a simpler time back then. Yeah, that's what he always says. Remember when it was a simpler time and all of our living space was on one floor and we could easily walk from one room to another? It's not oh, like we have a mansion. Man. We got a colonial. I love our house, but man, that was so cool. That was so cool. But anyways, when we moved in together shortly thereafter, uh, we moved in Labor Day night, uh, 2019. We're officially like in the same space together, taking up the same space. And what did we do? We went to see cats. Yeah. so steven that's his first musical and i will say in hindsight it probably wasn't the first one to give cats is kind of an acquired taste musical i think i would prefer if it was like twice i was hoping more for like dogs i'm more of a dog guy yeah well when dogs goes into production we'll go see that as well that sounds great but yeah, so his <laughs> his best friend Jared, his girlfriend Catherine, and I were talking, and she loves musicals too. And yep. we, you know, we we're all getting to know each other. And Katz was happy to come to town, so we all got tickets. And Jared and Stephen were not having it. I mean, it was I can't I cannot speak for Jared. I will not do that. He, but I I'm can pretty speak. Sure, he said the same thing. I can speak for myself in that I just didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It didn't do much for me. And then there was that weird alarm thing that we experienced yeah, so at the right end of the first, like, yeah. first half before Where, the like, intermission. Where Memories is going. You know, Memories is literally cats. It's synonymous with cats. And like you start to hear like this alarm and like the alarm keeps going. And then they cut like the show and the curtain comes down. And I guess like an alarm went off at the building next to the theater because it was flooding. Yep. And until they got the water shut off, the alarm wouldn't go off. So people are like stampeding to the exits. It was crazy. It was crazy. And and the alarm was probably going off for a good 10 minutes, but they made an announcement like this is not here. Everything is OK here. But people were like stampeding and we did not leave our seats because I was like, maybe we should leave. But also, I don't want to be flung over the balcony. 
from these people being like crazy. I mean, we were in the balcony, but I, seeing people on the floor, like I can, I can. It's like a mosh pit. I can safely say that I saw a good like thirty people get up and try to run out, and I'm like, what is happening? Is yeah. this part like I've never no been one to a ever, musical? No is one ever did a tornado drill in fourth grade. You proceed out in an orderly fashion. Yeah, or a fire drill. Tornado well, that's going to the desk. that's that whole art of war thing. Yeah. Have have a have a plan going into battle, but the plan doesn't survive the battle. I know I messed yeah. up the quote, but that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, and, like you can do fire drills all you want, but people are still going to go ah and know, run like true. crazy. It's human nature. Yeah, I my human nature was just sit there and point at all those people. It, you know, here's the thing. I'm a musician, so I will say this about cats. I have an appreciation for theater. I had a lot of friends in high school that were in theater. I have an appreciation for the music side of it. It takes talent. Um, it takes a lot of talent. But it, it doesn't mean you, you have, have to, to be, like every story, but you can still recognize no, that. But you have to you have to have talent in order to sing, yep. the, all the dancing, the co- like to memorize all yeah. that stuff. That is a lot to memorize. So I respect them. Cats is just not my bag. Yeah, that's okay. You don't have to go see that. I yeah. guess you're not a cool cat. Whatever. Anywho, so that weekend, we <laughs> also had the Fall Fest in Plymouth, which is like an annual fall festival. And yeah. they have like carnival stuff, um, corn dog vendors, all that kind of jazz, people out. We could walk to it from our apartment. So it was kind of like our first time together, like in Plymouth, walking around, checking stuff out. And yeah. it's just a really nice weekend. Just It's a walkable town. It's from our apartment and i used to live there years before by myself like i could walk to everything bars and restaurants and the park and there's a little movie theater we were like four minutes from old town and like 10 minutes from downtown plymouth so and depending on where you want to go yeah yeah and and old town is obviously a lot quieter it's a lot more chill um there's not way less stuff there's i mean like it's just a street that's got stuff on one side uh, restaurants and stuff and then there's a brewery down on liberty street yeah um but, uh, you know, and we went there plenty as well, but going, walking to downtown Plymouth was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and obviously like, you know, we stayed in the area. So, and we stayed here cause Plymouth is just, it's just nice, man. Yeah, it it's a, it's, it's a, a nice area. It's a nice, quiet community. Like, um, I don't know, like. It's like just, we are it seems the only, like a really cool community. I don't know. Did I say this last time? Like, we are the only people that really use our backyard and our neighbors around us. Like, it's not a loud neighborhood. There's not even, like, that many kids. There's some, no. but there's not a lot. There's a lot of people that have lived in our neighborhood for, like, 50 years. And, like, yep. there some other kids now live in the house and stuff like that. So, But we, we've always liked Plymouth. Yeah. It's a good, I, good, I, it's, good city. We're yeah. in the township, but yeah, it's still good. Yeah, township pay way less in taxes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I have no that was, sh- a, that was a fiscal decision. I got no shame in saying that. There yeah. is, we drove through Plymouth today and she was like, Can you imagine living here? And I was like, No, not even like for two reasons. One, they have no space. The houses are so close together. And two, the taxes are twice what yeah. we're paying now. Absolutely not. That's insane. But you know, whatever but people we got, like. We have more space, we have more yard. We got plenty of room for our pup to run around because that's the other thing. In the city, they don't have fences for their dogs and stuff. Well, some of them do, but it's just smaller property. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. You know what? Over over by Julie. Yeah. yeah, A lot of them have actually have tall fences and stuff. So I guess that's true. But But that's more on Old Town side as well. But yeah, so we moved, that was September, and then in October, um, my parents' wedding anniversary is October 14th, and it was their 41st wedding anniversary, 2019, and they like to go somewhere for their anniversary, and they wanted to go to Niagara Falls, and they asked us to go with us, to go with them. They wanted us to go. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, yeah, it's totally fine. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll talk to Steven. Like, I do things with my parents. Like, I don't mind, and Steven has had... Different experiences with Ooh. in-laws and people in the past. And so, you know, yeah. he he told me he would go, but he's like, I'm just going to tell you, I am a little like unsure, like how your parents would be like, are they going to be the type of people to really micromanage the whole trip? Am I just going to be like stressed out? Like, anx- like, how is it? And I'm like, no, it's going to be so, totally fine. Like I've had, I've mentioned before in a previous podcast that I dated a girl in high school in which her parents... And my parents got along great, and our moms still talk to this day. Um, that is the only occasion, yeah. Prior to meeting Jess and our parents meeting each other, yeah, that that's ever happened, um, in which they stay in communication and have their own communication yeah. outside of us. Um, so I've seen I've seen the pendulum swing. I've seen the go somewhere with a significant other's parents, and there is absolutely no schedule. It's free for all. Nobody has any idea what's going on, and it's just madness. And then I've seen the other side of it. 
in which it's literally micromanaged from seven o'clock in the morning. And me, I can't handle either of those. I need like a good medium. So yeah. I didn't know her parents. I mean, we had gone on a, you know, gone to a couple of cruises. We had, you know, done, gone to dinner. I had yeah. done a pay-per-view. I had not and done anything involving. Really well, but being yeah. day and night with someone. And I did our lodging. So I got us an Airbnb. So we rented a house yep. that had two bedrooms in it. So not only, you know, is he worried about micromanaging, he's going to be like sharing a house with my parents. Yeah. And I had not done that either. Yeah. So I had not been in that close quarters for really a long time. he didn't really want to do. But I was like, I am not spending all this money on two hotel rooms. They're so expensive. Like. And I had never done an Airbnb either. You were. Oh, the, my you parents were, never did either. You were one out of four who had airbnb airbnb queen over here and it's fantastic because i tell her every time we travel if we're not going to see family where we airbnb because i don't want to pay for a hotel that's just crazy so we (laughs) we drove to niagara falls the canada side so it's about four hours from where we are and we met my parents at their house in the morning on friday and we're coming back on sunday but we went on friday to go you know we're in the car we're having a good time good conversation my dad's driving my mom's passenger steven's behind my mom i'm behind my dad we're talking laughing and then I said, I was like, oh, you know, it's so funny. Um, I was talking to Steven earlier this week and he was so worried about coming on this trip and he was so concerned that you guys were going to like micromanage this trip. And all of a sudden it was like all the air was sucked out of the car and it was like the Star Wars like death ray in a stare is what I like felt into the side of my head. And I instantly stopped talking and I looked at him and he looks at me and he's like, I told you that in confidence. Why do you tell your parents everything? And then it was silence. And then my dad's like, somebody's in trouble. (laughs) And then Steven's looking at me and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean it. He's like, I can't believe you said that. And it's like silence in the car for like a couple of minutes. And then I was like, if you would have just let me finish though, what I was going to say was... You're worried about my parents micromanaging, but the only one in the car that would micromanage this trip is me. And my mom's like, that's right. (laughs) And then we're all like laughing, but there was a moment of like the tension was so thick. It was like a tiered wedding cake. You could cut it. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I don't know how many uh, listeners have been there, but you're in a new relationship and then something like that happens where you, you as the one person in the relationship think that by telling the other person something that you've now controlled the situation and then it goes awry because the other person, not on purpose, but just didn't recognize maybe the severity of what you said or maybe just didn't take it as serious and yeah. they and they and then they say something and now it's turned into this like literally you could hear a pin drop in the car yes. and then your dad with with his nice classic jack classic jack sent like sense of humor is just like sounds like somebody's in trouble and it was just like oh man like uh, everybody's laughing too after that my dad's like oh, we man, aren't like that at all like don't worry about that and yeah i mean we had a great trip we Oh, it was fantastic. We went, When we got there, we settled into the Airbnb. It was kind of nice because when you walk in the door, there's like a bedroom, then all the living space in another bedroom. So we weren't like right next to yeah. each other. So I think that helped. Um, But it was nice. Like we have had no problem. I mean, we've been camping with my parents in a camper. So like we're good. Like that all worked out. But Oh, yeah. We got we, stories about that for later. Yeah. But <laughs> we went into... um. Niagara we just kind of parked and walk around and looked at the falls we took a bunch of pictures and we went to this brewery for lunch and tried or we went to a place for lunch where my mom tried like a flight of whiskeys or like different whiskeys yeah there's something like that yeah she likes Seagram 7 so she likes 7 and 7 which is like Seagram 7 and 7 up because it's just like a light like a little bit sweeter a little bit smoother and so she was trying other whiskeys which I think was cool because I think it's gotten her to try like other whiskeys even like now yep we did a brewery we've got like some pictures from there just kind of like hung out and like the next day i think we did um what made of the mist or did we do it that day even uh it was that day yeah we we did did it that day because we did the The boat ride we did the boat ride in the caves on the first day we were there yeah you can like go behind the falls you can like walk behind the the falls yeah the canada side's the cool side you can like walk behind behind the falls and like look out and they've got tunnels and like all this information you know and and i gotta say like that's a tourist town but let me tell you that town is clean yeah 
There, it, I mean, this is one is of the seven so, wonders of the world. So it it's is legit. It is clean. It's legit. Like they do some cool stuff there, but they they have those caves and there's plaques on the caves. So you're walking in the caves and literally when somebody comes walking from the other direction, you've got to like shimmy a little bit because the tunnels aren't that big. Oh yeah. In, and in it's some all spots. wet and slippery. And so you, you're all wearing like your ponchos. Like you see those pictures of people going to Niagara Falls on the yep. boats and they're all wearing the ponchos and the water spraying everywhere. It was so fun. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, if you go take some good shoes because it gets slick and stuff yeah. in those areas. If you areas. go behind the falls and stuff, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, her dad and I sat there and re- stood there and read every plaque that we came up by because yeah. they give you a whole history. Yep. It's a history museum in the caves. It's cool. Yeah, it really is. And and that was, that was a really cool time because I, you know, when you go on trips with your significant other and their family members and you don't really know them that well, you start to see parts of them that you wouldn't see just by sitting in their house. And I started to see... Just by going out to dinner. I saw little bits of them in there. And one of the things with Jack was seeing him read the stuff, stopping and reading in the same place as I was. He was interested in history. So like that that also kept kept that conversation going even now. We still talk about stuff that have to do with history because that's a topic we have in common. Yeah. Those those sort of things are just really cool when you're in a new relationship. And our, our relationship relationship i mean even now i still feel like it's new but then it was still very new yeah we were only dating what five months four months if that yeah yeah. so yeah i mean but that trip was great and the next day so i we've talked about this before i think i love ziplining i love going ziplining so much fun it's so fun and so they had what they call zipline over the falls but like if we're being real it's more like zipline on the edge of the falls you're not quite over it you don't really get misted slightly disappointed but still cool i'd recommend it yeah it's kind of along the side of the falls yes. you are over the water for at least three yeah. quarters of it but you're not going over i basically wanted the to go fall. over the falls in a zipline in the same way somebody would go over in a barrel you just don't plump down Ooh, but you still go boy. over that area which that's a side note that's a fine big time yeah it's a big fine to do that i mean also if you if you live if you (laughs) if you live it's like a i can't remember it's it's a lot it's five digits at a minimum fine that's crazy i was like people actually try to do that they're like yep people have tried it i'm like no i'm not no thank you not for me but yeah so i wanted to do the zip lining and they um they had like individual price or you could get like a four pack price for like four people. So, and you could go four at a time because the way they do it is it's like a long platform and it's like one person sits, there's a couple of feet and then another person, another person, and you're going like in a row. Yep. So I called my parents and I was like, what do you guys think about ziplining? Like Steven and I want to do it. And my dad is always like, yeah. whatever you guys want to do, we'll do whatever. I'll do whatever you guys want to do. I just want to hang out, spend time together. Like, and I was like, awesome. That's what we want to do too. Just have these new experiences together. And And then I said to my mom, I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, go ahead and purchase the discounted tickets, Jessica. That's fine. But if I don't do it, then I will just lose out on that money because I can't commit to it right now. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I went ahead and got like the four pack. And the whole way we're driving down there even and we're talking about going zipline. She's like, well, if I do it, well, maybe. I don't know. Like, oh "Oh my God, my mom's so funny. And she was just worried that you were just going to be like hanging there. So I had to explain to her the harness and how you're kind of like sitting there. Um, And so even while we're in line, you know, you go, you give your weight. She's not pleased about that. I'm like, mom, you need to like, they need to know you're going to be hanging from a cable. So we do all that. We get up there. We're all sitting there. And like, she's (laughs) like, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. And then before you know it, we're all going, we're all zipping. I can hear her being like, like screaming like we're all like yelling it's so great just that that it's not exactly a free fall but it's just close enough and it's really nice and as you're getting down to the bottom there's these signs that were like did you like it go again for ten dollars my mom literally doesn't even have her footing yet she's not even like fully out of the harness and she's like did you like it did you love it i loved it oh my gosh i loved it let's go again did you see that sign let's go through the gift shop i'll get everybody something and i'll pay for everybody to go again and she like bolted and i was like oh my (laughs) god so we go in the gift shop my mom buys us all like t-shirts she buys us videos of us ziplining like oh it's hilarious and then we went again for ten dollars we went again for ten dollars and there was there was nobody in line because we were early i think i booked us on like the first zipline of like the day so by the time we were done we could like go again yeah that was that was a cool time i was so proud of her i was so happy that she did it like 
people are people get so nervous and anxious about things and it's like you have to try things you have to like have adventure in your life and try things and do things different and if you don't like it that's fine don't do it again but she loved it and she did it again 10 seconds later and if we were somewhere else with her she would do it again with us yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we were talking about like during that weekend after doing that, we were talking about the fact that they had been to Vegas before and your dad was looking up zip lining in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Like, let's go, let's go yeah. zip line the old uh, Vegas strip. Okay, cool. And yeah. what's funny though is like, so my mom loved that. But then they had the big Ferris wheel over oh, the city boy. that was like the pods where you like open the door and go in and there's two benches facing each other and it's like all enclosed. And she was like, anxiety riddled in that oh my gosh and there was something that did not help that steven so she she has a fear before we get to my story she has she has a fear that she told me that the ferris wheel is going to disconnect and roll down the road and i i i love your mom to death but that's just hysterical to me because my god that's from that's that's a final destination movie that's the kind of stuff i think but it doesn't make me nervous i think Wonder what that would feel like if I was I'm like, free falling off of a Ferris wheel. I'm just like I don't have a death wish, but I feel very calm about that stuff. I'm like, hey man, if that's my time, that's my time. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I hope not. Like for all of us. So when you get in a Ferris wheel, they let you go around a couple times. Obviously, we go around the first time, and we get to the bottom, and we're going, you know, coming through. We're passing all the the people in the line or whatever, and the guy that got us into our our section, our little cubby thing. He's looking at us and pointing, and there's like two other guys around him, and he's pointing at us. And you can see him pointing like like they're pointing directly at us, and your mom is nervous. Now, we have mentioned wrestling before. Yes. There is a wrestler that we watch. Uh, he's in uh, WWE, used to be WWF for those of you old schoolers, um, if you're not caught up. Uh, his name is Sami Zayn. He has red hair and he has a red beard. I have been told prior to going to Niagara, I've been told that I look like him. And for the record, Sami Zayn is from Montreal. Yes. And we were in Canada on like Canada's like Thanksgiving or something. Yes. Like their week, holiday weekend where people come home and things like that. Yeah. So they're pointing at us and I could like almost see like a mouthing of like, is that him? That's got to be him sort of thing. We made our second loop and we hit the bottom and there's more people around this guy. It's like <laughs> it's like six or seven people now and they're all pointing and laughing and like grabbing each other going, so now oh, it's like that's you, him. Now it's like you can't even look at my mom and be like, okay, why are you being anxious? Because now we're all like, why are they pointing why at are they our pointing car? At, yeah, well, what is, what's going on with our, like, are, is, are, is there a problem and yeah. they haven't stopped? Like they should. Is her nightmare coming true? No, thank you. Yeah. So then we get we get stopped, and we're supposed to get out on the other side, and the side that lets in the people to get into the cart, the guy that let us in there opens the door, shoves half his body in, and goes, are you Sami Zayn? He burst in like the Kool-Aid man, for heaven's sake. Like, seriously, he was only missing a, oh, yeah. It was just like, are you Sami Zayn? You've got to be Sami Zayn. And I'm like, no, but I, I mean, I know you're talking about, but I, no, I'm not Sami Zayn. Meanwhile... Your dad behind my back is going, yeah, that's Sammy Zayn. L- literally pointing at me mm-hmm. and going, yeah, that's him. I'm like, oh, man. So apologies, Sammy, if there's a bunch of people in Niagara Falls that don't <laughs> like you and think that you're rude. They're probably like, Sammy Zayn, so he won't even admit who he is. We didn't yeah. even ask for an autograph yet or anything. And he yeah. still won't even like, tell he, us. He just bailed on us. He wouldn't jerk. let us do anything. But, oh. but anyways, that was so that was fun. Yeah. And then we just kind of walked around that night. We did that Space Needle thing, which was cool. Space. I don't know. I don't, it's not a space needle, but we went up like twenty stories. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Because that's where you got your boob mug. Yeah, I love boob mugs. Yeah. If you know anything about me, you know I, if a bo- if a mug's got some boobs on it, it's, I want it. It's a glass cup that looks like a a, a it's bikini. glass clear. Yeah. Yeah, it's clear, but it's got boobs and a butt on it with a bikini. Yeah, and, and I think Canada either the microwave or the dishwasher, even though it said it was safe for both, one of the girl's straps is about coming down. It's so awesome. It's, and it's almost indecent exposure It's now. looking scandalous yeah. sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I forgot we went up there. I don't know what the... the is it the Toronto Tower? I don't... Oh, shoot. Bad it's research. It's not, not Toronto because no, it's Niagara. No, I'm ridiculous. What yeah, am I even but, saying? Yeah. 
But yeah, I forgot about that. You can go up in the city and walk around like a 360 view of the city and they've got a bar up there and we stopped and had a couple drinks. Oh yeah, that's right. We got we got drinks up there yeah. and like a piano bar because yeah. I had a piano player. Yeah. It was really and nice. And that was so cool. And we got, we got we only, photos being up there too. There was only like one too. or two seats left too and we just like crowded around there and we all ordered a drink. Yep. That was fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, and if I remember correctly... And I could be wrong. I may be mixing up my stories, but I'm pretty sure we met people that were from Michigan, but they were leaving when we were showing up and we sat in their seats. Yes, that is funny. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then we just like walked around like there was this random mini golf course that had like this dinosaur like roaring at people. And so I made Steven spend about 10 minutes taking the perfect picture of what it looked like me being like scared and then trying to like punch the dinosaur (laughs) to save my life. Yeah, I would only punch a dinosaur if it was attacking me. I'm all for animals. So I wouldn't just punch any animal. (laughs) So everyone knows I would punch somebody who punched an animal. Yeah, like punch them legit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trailing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, I mean, that was a great time. That it was, was just a, a really time. good trip. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'd love to do something else like that with my parents. Like we've done the camping, like we said, but we haven't really done any other kind of trip like that. And also no. that was, you know, October of 19. So then the pandemic hit. So there really hasn't been much opportunity to go anywhere. I know my dad loves Vegas and I know he'd love to go to Vegas with us. So I'm down for that at some point. I still haven't like flown anywhere or done anything like that, but yeah. You know, that was just a good trip. And even like on the way home, I know it meant a lot to my dad because Steven even just offered to drive. Yeah. Like my dad drives her work all the time. My mom doesn't really drive. My dad like drives mostly. And my parents sat in the backseat. I felt like they were like, our kids back there are like, stop biting kids, like no necking. And that is not <laughs> something kids should do. Well, siblings. Well, I didn't say, well, we could be from like, pre- they could be kids from previous marriages. So they could not be siblings. So they could neck, but not be siblings. Oh, boy. Man, boy, that just so went anyway, off the rails so, so anyway, fast. Anyway, so fast. Stephen was driving. <laughs> so, yeah, I was driving. And her and I had been talking about um, uh, going to a concert. We had a concert that week for when yeah. we got back. We were getting back Sunday, and we had a concert Tuesday. Yes, we were going to see Eric Giles, who's yeah. a blues musician. I had seen some Facebook videos of him. He plays guitar left-handed with the guitar strung for a right-handed person. So basically he plays the way Jimi Hendrix played. Cool. And he plays some Jimi Jimi Hendrix stuff and like, you know, just some ACDC and some Zeppelin. And he throws all this stuff into a medley and it was on his page and somebody shared Mm -hmm. it and I saw it. And that was, you know, before I even met you. So I was like, oh man, this guy's going to be near us. Let's go see him. small venue. Small venue, like 20 bucks a ticket. Like, let's do it. And he had a guy opening for him named Selwyn, Selwyn Birchwood. Birchwood. And man. He is like a tall, lanky ooh, dude, but he has man, the soul. Got, like, ooh, the uh, blue soul. Good stuff. He's great. But we were supposed to go see them on Tuesday, and Stephen ke- keeps bringing up Incubus's 20th anniversary tour. 20th anniversary tour of Make Yourself. Yes. The and album that put them on the market. Wanting to go, and I'm like, we're just getting back from this trip. I'm an old lady. We're just getting back from this trip, and we have a concert on <laughs> Tuesday, and you want to have a concert on Thursday, too. I get car sick in the car, and he's making me look up Ticketmaster tickets. Yep. And I'm like, just do it. We Let's ended up it. getting Incubus tickets, and it was a good show. Oh, it was. It was great, and the opening act for them was one artist. Mm-hmm. Her name is Elise Trow. I had been following her on Instagram. She plays drums, bass, keyboard, guitar, sings. She does everything herself. She does her own loops. Um, so she'll play her She's drum a part. She's one-woman band. Literally, she'll do a drum part, loop it, turn around, grab the bass, play a bass line, and then grab a keyboard or a guitar like, and play and sing, and, and she's doing the whole she's song. She's got a different kind of sound, too, when yeah. she sings, and I like it, but I could say, I think it's one of those things, and it's hot, kind of what Stephen was saying earlier, like... You might not like her exact style of music, but you got to respect the talent of that girl. Like yeah. she is, she's young too. I think she's in her twenties. Yeah. And I think like, what else is she going to do? Not that she hasn't done enough, but just a talent like that. And like a drive to do all that stuff on your own. Like she's going to be around for a while, just like tooling it out and like yeah. staying true to like what she yeah. wants to do. And I, and I troll Instagram all the time for musicians that are just guitar players, yeah. drummers, whatever it is and I bass players. That's yeah. the new thing. I've been I'm following like two bass players that are both in their 20s and they're they're yeah. playing a tour in the world right now and it's really cool to see. Yeah. But she but, that girl opened Elise Trow for Incubus on a good like 10 dates yeah. of their like United States tour. 
That's huge. The only yeah. opening act. And I Incubus was like, That's themselves so cool. was good. Hearing oh, that album man. was cool. Very nostalgic. Yeah. Like, they were good. It was so fun. And like, we just, we go to a lot of concerts. Like we, we do. And we have more on the horizon. And I went through a phase in my life, probably in my early 20s, mid 20s also, where I was just going to concerts. I was seeing everybody. And I have varied tastes. Like we have varied tastes. We have similar tastes. You've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. So like, I don't know, talk some concerts that we've seen, maybe yeah. not with each other and kind of... Yeah, so do you so, want to hit the the that one, that concert that actually a story we missed in our story? Do you want to start with yes, that one? Yeah, so this was um, in the beginning of August before we moved in. I was still living at my parents because we hadn't moved in together. And I had two girlfriends, both named Cassie, both coming in to visit me from Missouri. <laughs> and we were going to the Chris Stapleton concert. Yeah. And Chris Stapleton was playing at uh, Pine Up. And that is in Clarkston where Steven used to live. And he was about five minutes from the venue. Whereas like yep. I would be about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic and all of that. Yeah. So I wanted us to stay the night out there. So I said to him, I was like, do you know of any like hotels in the area? I'm having trouble finding Airbnbs. And, and he's looking at me like I'm crazy. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, so Cassie and Cassie can like stay. And he's like, why don't you guys just stay with me and I'll yeah. drive you to the concert and pick you up. And I'm like, Oh my God, this guy, he's so nice. Like he is genuinely like a gentleman, a Southern gentleman, nice yeah. guy. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So we planned it out. He's got like a sectional couch that was because of his layout of his living room. It couldn't be a sectional. So it was in two pieces. So it was kind of like a couch and a love seat. So they each had a place to stay. And yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things. And I felt even bad because we had lawn seats and I know he wanted to go to the concert, but I didn't invite him to go because these were my girlfriends visiting me. And I never want to be like that girl. That's like, now I'm in a relationship and I have to do everything with my person and like, <laughs> Like, I can't just hang out with my friends or have a trip with my friends. So I just thought it was really nice that he knew he wasn't going to get to go to the concert with us. And he still was like, you guys can stay and I'll drive you. And I didn't even like, I I wasn't even interested in shoving myself into yeah. the situation. No, not at all. I was just like, I, it's a waste of money for you to get an Airbnb. Yeah. Stay here. I'll drive you. And then after the show, we'll go get some drinks yeah. and, you know, and they, hang out. They and it'll be a good time. at like, what, 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, they got in late because I because I told them when they got there I had one condition for them staying, and I was like, the condition is is that we all play sorry since there's four of us, and we played sorry that next after the day after the show, and Jess didn't win a single game, folks. Man, what a great day! Another funny thing about (laughs) that was that when they got there, I'm a really I'm a hostess, like I get everything ready. They had sheets on their couches, blanket. I had everything ready for them. I even had little individual um, baggies, baggies with earplugs in them because it's a one bedroom apartment. And Steven had to get up and work the next day. And he's like, I can't believe you're giving them earplugs. And I'm like, why not? I want them to be able to get some sleep. And he's like, <laughs> you know what they're going to think it's for? Yeah. So they don't hear some things going on. And I'm like, they are not going to think that that's a guy thing. Girl, yep. Girls are not going to think that kind of thing at all. Yep. And he's like, yeah, they are. Yep, they're going to think so that. And so I asked them, and they were like, I didn't think that. I just thought, you know, you thought he might be loud or something in the morning. Yeah, I, rem- I remember eating breakfast in the bedroom. Like, you were still yeah. in bed, and you're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to I'm eating breakfast. And I'm not going to sit in there and, I don't like, want to disturb them. I'm just going to disturb you. Yeah, I'm just bugging you. But I can bug you. All, all that to say, it was a Chris Stapleton concert, and it was just an absolute oh, blast. He is such a great... He's so talented. His music is great. Like... He was great live. We just had a blast sitting on the lawn, on the blanket, had a couple drinks, just singing along to all the songs. The crowd was really good. Everybody was pretty mellow, like nothing too crazy, like not like, you know, a Florida Georgia line or a Luke Bryan where they get a little rowdier. Like Chris Stapleton is still a little bit more subdued crowd wise. So I would say that if you don't know who Chris Stapleton is, find but, out. but you know who Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson are. Chris Stapleton is a new, he's an outlaw. Yeah. Because he's not like anybody else. He, his, his last album, he has a song about Nashville and him leaving Nashville. So like, he's not in that crowd. No, he's he's a singer songwriter and he's won a ton of Grammys as a writer. So he's a great songwriter, but yeah, I wanted to go, but I was like, I'm not going to show myself in there. That's fine. Cool. So, uh, for me, uh, one of my things is that I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Cornerstone. So Cornerstone was a Christian music festival that existed, um, I don't know, long before I went, but I went from 1998 to 2012, 
or 13. I can't remember which year was the last year, but I didn't go the very last year. Maybe I went 11 and it ended in 12. Um, but I went every year except for two years, and my parents went every year from 98 uh, until it ended in 2012. They cool. went every year. I only missed two years in there somewhere. But they had every genre of music that could exist, everything from hip-hop to metal, folk, indie, alternative, all of it. It all existed, and they had um, you know 12 stages. Uh, main stage could hold 30,000 people. Like it, it was a really cool. It was on a seven or 700 acre farm, I think very out, cool. out in the middle of Illinois. So it was very cool. So I got introduced to some early, uh, I got introduced to a lot of different music when I was 17 Yeah, and that was very cool. Um, but I got introduced to a band called me without you in 2012. I went to a midnight show where they get like 90 minutes or, you know, two hours to play, which is like the prime, that was the prime set to play if you were an alternative or a metal or like an indie rock band. That's the prime time to play is at midnight because you get nobody playing after you. Oh, yeah, I bet. So that's the time to play. Yeah. And I saw Me Without You, and it was interesting because I, I was walking by the tent and I saw what I thought was a wedding going on, and I walked into the tent and it was a wedding. They had a wedding. Their two, like one of their friends got married on stage. That's so cool. And they had all these bouquets of flowers laying all over the place on the stage. And, and when I say laying all over the place, it was probably like 20 or 30 different bouquets wow. of white flowers all over the place. And so during the set, the lead singer would just grab a bouquet of flowers and put the mic in the middle of them and then sing into a bouquet of flowers for the whole time. Um, and he does this thing where he sings, but he also sometimes sounds like he's yelling at you across the room. So it's not like a scream from a metal band or a hardcore band, but it's more of like a, hey, man, like it's more yeah. of a yell, like a projection. So their music was different, not something I'd ever heard before. And they only had one album out at the time, and I bought their album and listened to it on my way back home to Michigan. Yeah. And then fast forward 20 years later, I saw them in Lansing. And when I saw them in Lansing, they were doing their 20-year anniversary tour of that album. Very cool. And actually, I say 20 now. It was 15. It was 15 because that year that album came out 20 years ago this year. So oh, okay. technically, it was 15 years ago that I had that when I saw them the last time. It was their 15-year anniversary tour of their first album, and they played the whole album, interludes and all. And I remember being at the show. And seeing, I went by myself because my friend ha had to cancel last minute. So I'm seeing them, but I could see memories in my head of seeing them the first time. So, cool. so literally I had this like, it was like bookended. Mm -hmm. And they, they went, they're on a farewell tour now, which that's, uh, I put that in parentheses, air parentheses when I see farewell tour because bands come back all the time. But I really think they're done. They're just, yeah. they're, they're, they're not rock stars. They've never been rock stars. They're guys that grew up in, in the country in Massachusetts and like they, they're not, they're, they, in interviews, they just don't come across as guys that are rock stars. So I think they're at their, they're really at their end. But like I, I hesitated to buy tickets because it was on the other side of the state of Michigan and because I saw them and I had that experience had that, that, magic, that, that bookended. Yep. And for me, that bookend was like, if this is the last time I see them, this is perfect. Yeah. So, I totally get that. So so do you have a similar experience? I do, yeah. My bookend <laughs> is NKOTB, people. <laughs> New Kids on the Block. For those of you not in the know, you better get in the know. Yeah. NKOTB. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So my brother was over just last night, and he, we were talking randomly about me being Girl Scouts and stuff, and he was like, I remember going to a New Kids concert with like you guys when <laughs> I was little, and I love New Kids on the Block. Most girls my age loved new kids on the block when they came out like it was so cool they were awesome i remember going to those shows and screaming my head off i had all the new kids on the block dolls like the barbie dolls my cousin tara had the had the blankets the sheets my friend the was curtains like yep. the 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 mats she had everything yep. everything i don't remember wanting all that i just remember wanting like shirts and like you know me i don't like too much of anything <laughs> But I, I have like the shirt. She, like, she likes me a little bit, folks. Yeah. Not too much. Though. Not too much. And I had like all of the, you know, Joey McIntyre, Jonathan Knight, Jordan Knight, and Danny Wood and Donnie Wahlberg. I had all of those um, dolls. And they came back, if you, all, if you all know, for like their first like 
reunion coming back out tour. Like they've toured a few times now with like Baxter Boys and all that. But the first time they came back from when they were like originally out, my friend Jules and I, who you heard about earlier, went to the show. And I think we went with a bunch of other people, but I think it was kind of just her and I. And we were pumped like we were like 11 <laughs> years old again. I remember I had on like this purple t-shirt and I had on this black corduroy vest over it with like these flared jeans. And I had all these buttons <laughs> of all the new kids on the block. And I put buttons all over my vest. And I was just screaming my head off. It was like a surreal experience. It was like the, that bookend like magic, like all the nostalgia of being a kid, knowing all That's the songs, so all the dance moves, all everything. I was like, we were both like horse when we left. Like it was just so exciting. It was so fun, but it's one of those things that like they've toured a bunch since then, but I'm like, I can't go again. Like that was it. That was the one time for me because that was that magic. I tied it up in a bow and I left it there and it was perfect. You know, I don't think I've ever gone to, maybe it's because I'm a musician and I'm just weird about it, but I don't think I've ever gone to see a band and wore their t-shirt to the show it wasn't their t-shirt it was buttons i put buttons on my vest i've got buttons for bands i don't think i've worn you don't any understand. i don't eh. i mean you, even don't understand. When, you weren't you don't understand yeah like even if i'm going to like on if i go see spider-man i don't wear a spider-man shirt to the to the movie i can't do it it you, just you it makes my skin crawl that analogy alone you especially don't even understand <laughs> but like on the flip side of that i have very varied music tastes oh, i like boy. a lot of different things yeah. and another concert of mine that stands out is i was a huge mammoth godsmack fan I saw Godsmack every time they came to town. I've saw them about five or six times. I absolutely love Godsmack. And then I also, you might be surprised to know about me, love me some Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie's music. Just turn it up and just rah, love it. Yeah. So my friend and I were going <laughs> to an outdoor venue and we had lawn seats to see Rob Zombie and Godsmack. They were touring together. My con my only concern was Rob Zombie's mu movies are like terrifying and House of a Thousand Corpses had just come out and I was so scared they were going to show clips and stuff. Yeah. And I told Ooh. my friend, I was like, no matter what happens, just don't leave me alone and Rob Zombie's on because I don't want to watch those scenes by myself. I love horror movies, but I don't want to do it by myself amongst strangers on a field. <laughs> so we walk up to go to the concert. We have our blankets because we're on the lawn and the guy's like, sorry, ladies, no blankets. And me and my like tiny little friend are like, what do you mean? And he's like, we don't know how this crowd's going to be. We're not allowing blankets. And I was Ooh, like, buddy. oh my gosh. So we take our blankets back to the car and we're both like, what the heck's going to happen with this crowd? We can't even sit down. Like, what are we going to, like, I don't understand. Like, so I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to sit down. Like, that's hilarious. The crowd is a bit raucous. I will say. I'm sure. And my friend has to go to the bathroom. And then who comes on stage? Well, a one Mr. Rob Zombie. What's playing in the background? Just terror scenes from House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> People are screaming and jumping and moshing on the lawn. I can't find my friend. I'm like, where's my friend? I'm trying to sing and be excited. And I'm also scared. And then I see my friend trying to like weave her way back in. It was like the Titanic. Like, you know, but she shoves him off the piece of wood. I pulled her onto my piece of wood <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh but that was so fun like it's just totally different crowds totally different music like you gotta give yourself like you gotta be you gotta have some range different stuff yeah you gotta have some range i wish yeah. i had seen godsmack oh man i so I, I love good. godsmack i think they're amazing I, I when they first came out their sound was just like Literally, the first song was called Whatever, and as yeah. soon as you hear it, it's like somebody just punched you in the chest. Yeah. It's so good. Like, it. you hear it, you're just like, oh, man, oh it's like gosh. an adrenaline rush. So I can imagine the crowd would be absolutely insane. Yes. And then you so, got the Rob Zombie types. Yeah, and the Rob Zombie types are a just a crazy. different type altogether. They're like they're like the Slipknot types. Yeah. Those folks, man, they have some I dedication. I feel a little hesitant, yeah. They have some dedication. Nothing like, against woo! them, but I'm not oh, like a man. mosher. I'm not like, I'm... I've had my share. I like the of music, moshing. but I don't. Yeah, I've had my share of moshing, but like my goodness, those those crowds are crazy. Um, you got another concert for us? Got I do another got another band? concert, which is uh, Thrice. Ah, I saw Thrice nice. on the Taste of Chaos tour in like 2006 or 2007. Nice. Um, they were the opening band. Uh, they played with bands that I had never seen before. Um, so I guess this is really not just thrice, but it's also the other bands that were there that I very much enjoyed, which was a Trey U story of the year funeral for a friend. Um, as I lay dying was there, they were good. Uh, Deftones headlined. Oh man. If, if there's any Deftones fans listening, it's not that I don't like Deftones. I have their first album. That's got summer of on it. 
I have that album. It's a good album. But live, absolute garbage. I don't know. I don't think I know anything Deftones, but I so remember bad. that when my best friend was dating her now husband, Chuck, he, when we would like party and like go to bars and stuff in Dearborn, she was always <laughs> like, you know, cutesy, like all like all American looking. And like he'd be walking around in his like Deftones hoodie. And I would always be like, this Deftones hoodie. This she's with Deftones. And it would just crack me up. Yeah, Deftones is like one of those random memories. De- Deftones is not good, but uh, me and and three of my friends went, and uh, my buddy Stu, I had introduced him to Thrice because I had just got their album that came out called The Issue, and it was their third album, I believe. Um, and I picked it up in the store because I at Best Buy because I just liked what the album looked like. I didn't even know who they were. I just picked it up, and then when I started listening to it, I was like, Stu, you got to hear this. And then they're going to be a Taste of Chaos, and he loves Story of the Year and Atreyu, so I was like, all right, he'll go. So we get our tickets, we pass the merch table, um, and then we walk through the doorway at Kobo Arena to walk into the arena, and I hear the beginning of the first song on the issue, which is Image of the Invisible, and it's just drums. And I looked at him and I went, they've started. And he was like, no, that's not them. And he like turned his head a little bit, and he's like, dude. And we just we looked at the other two. I was like, sorry. And we took off bolted. and ran and bolted and ran for the mosh and got as close as we could. Man, what a good show. Like seeing them the first time. I've seen them 12 times probably. Like that's that's no lie. I've seen them a bunch of times in Michigan. I've seen them in, in uh, Pontiac, Detroit, Grand Rapids, I've, Flint. I've never seen them, but we Lansing. were supposed to see them. Oh, I've seen them and so many times. And the guy got sick, the lead singer, so the show got canceled. And yeah, like... and every time I see them, it is so good. And the fans, they are... We've talked about Kip Moore and the Kip Moore fans. Yeah. Thrice plays for the fans. Nice. They play the deep cuts for the fans. And fans know that, and that's why Absolutely. you've got those hardcore fans. Oh, man. Like, they, they will play a song, and nine times out of ten, their second song is a song called Silhouette. And when they go into Silhouette, the whole crowd, literally you can see the whole crowd come up and yeah. down at the same time. It's so Very good cool. to see them live. And they're rock. They do some heavy. He screams a little bit sometimes. But they do some singer-songwriter. And, man, if you've never listened to Thrice, like, go look up. Go look up thrice. It's it's such good stuff. But, We've got so many like different oh, like artists and like I think I think that's one of the things I like about um what we're doing here when we talk about entertainment because I think there is something for everybody. Like yeah. of all the bands that we mentioned, somebody's got to at least know know one of them or know a little bit about them or like a genre about them or yeah. something like that. And we'll definitely have more concerts, you know, more concerts together and. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we'll never see Tom Petty together because you've no. seen Tom Petty. Oh, he was amazing. That was my, like, oh. break the bank, buy the best ticket. I love it. I don't blame you. Yeah. I absolutely don't blame you. That was 100%. Like El- My friend and I went, we were so pumped. It was like, I was high on life that night. Like, Elton John is touring, and, and I've looked at his tickets, and like I'm like, there's no way. I can't pay that much. But if it was Bruce Springsteen, I'd be looking at you going, um... Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen Elton um, John. I uh, saw Elton John I'd and love Billy to see Joel. Both. They did a Soul to Soul tour, and I saw that. And I also saw Bruce Springsteen. With of my course, mom, which of was course. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, our Venn diagram, it it doesn't cross over that much, but we've also seen a lot of bands that we both listen to, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like that. It, we'll have more music for you, more concerts. We've got more concerts coming this summer. We're going to see Chicago. Chicago. Woo! So we, great. We bought Rage Against the Machine tickets for next year, which we're super pumped about. Yeah. Um, so just all that kind of stuff. Good so times. if I hope that you guys are music lovers out there and you keep listening for all of our little musical tales. Um, you can find us again on Deezer, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Woohoo! We did it! First time she's ever got that, folks. And of course, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our email, if we can just say at gmail.com. And again, you Kathmandu person, reach out because I don't know if you're real. And don't forget to (laughs) rate us on Apple. So we can see what you guys are saying. We love all the feedback. Yeah. Please keep it coming. And we look forward to you hearing us on our next episode, number 10. Yeah, we'll be in the double digits soon. Yay. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>